Good morning, everyone. Jennifer LeClaire here with you, Senior Leader of the Awakening House of Prayer Global Movement. This is Mornings with the Holy Spirit, pressing in daily to the power and presence of God. I want to remind you something good is going to happen to you today. I declare it in the name of Jesus. Today's broadcast is brought to you by Awakening Nations, 31 days of prayer evangelism for every tongue, every tribe, and every nation. This is a strategy to see souls saved. The intercession of the saints always pre- precedes the salvation of souls. We need to pray without ceasing. Two people die every second, and most of them are going to hell. Think about that. And let's be part of the solution. Get on over there, awakeningprayerhubs.com slash nations. Sign up today. This will kick off soon, and we're going to equip you to pray 31 days. Check that out. God bless you. Today's devotion. I'm coming to you live from South Florida. Our church awakening house of prayer is here. Before we get into our devotion, I want to remind you we're in South Florida. You can come on over South Florida. We have three unique services, three different messages every single week. People just can't believe that. Well, believe it. Come see it. 1047 a.m., 1.30 p.m., and 4 p.m. The first two services have prophetic worship. You can plan your visit at awakeninghouseofprayer.com. If you're not in the region, plan a visit. Jump on over here. It's summertime. You're going to love it. If you're not in the region, watch online at ahop.online, online. You can go deeper with us and become an official web church member. Tap into those virtual prophecy rooms, virtual healing rooms, virtual prayer line, virtual pastoral advice, virtual prayer line. I said that already. It's virtual, but it's powerful. Visit ahop.online slash webchurch become official today. Those next two services are School of the Spirit at AHOP. Join us at 1.30. We're in a series right now called Escaping the Great End Times Deception. Schoolofthespirit.tv slash deception. That third service, 4 p.m., straight up teaching, no worship. Check it out. It's either School of Prophecy, School of Prayer, School of Spiritual Warfare, School of Deliverance, or School of the Seers. How many seers do I have out there? Believe me, you, you need to get equipped. Check that out. Amen. We're going to read today from Victory Decrees, Daily Prophetic Strategies for Spiritual Warfare Victory. This is my third devotional. And today's devotion is titled, You Won't Lose If You Give. You Won't Lose If You Give. And here's what I heard the Lord say. The enemy wants to tell you that you'll lose more if you give more. But the opposite is true. There is grace for giving. There is grace for receiving. It's more blessed to give than to receive. And the Lord says, I am able to make all grace abound towards you when you give. You will reap what you sow. There is a harvest for you, an abundant harvest that more than meets your every need. Don't let the enemy talk you out of the abundant harvest that I have ordained for you. You can't lose when you give, says the spirit of the living God. Come on, that's a good word. I don't care what you're, where you're from. The scripture references are in the devotional. Pick up your copy wherever you find books online. Now the prayer starter and the decree. Father, help me root out the little foxes that are spoiling my financial vine. Help me believe the truth, your truth about money, sowing 
reaping and spending. I decree grace for giving overwhelms and overflows in my life. I declare I receive from God in good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Father, we we thank you this morning. You are a good, good father. You are extravagant. You are magnanimous. You are the friend who sticks closer than a brother, and we praise you. We praise your name because you are powerful. You are mighty. You are holy. You are righteous. You are merciful. You are forgiving. You are the restorer, and we praise you. We acknowledge you for who you are, not just in the word. The word is true, but who you are to us personally. We're so grateful that you love us so much that you have decided, you have chosen to cultivate a personal relationship with each one of us. We're so grateful that we're not just another number. We're not just another head, but you love us intimately. You died for us, especially. You did it all for us. If we were the only one who would have said yes to your heart, you would have done it for us. That is how much you love us. So we thank you for your love and we praise you for your faithfulness. And we're we, we just release our adoration upon you this morning because there's no other God like you. <laughs> no other God like you. Help us to see you as you are. Help us to overcome every obstacle to intimacy. Help us, Lord, to trust you with our whole hearts, not with half our heart, not only when things look good, not only when everything's running smooth, but help us, Lord, to trust you deeply, to trust you completely, to trust you absolutely, because you are the trustworthy God. And when we trust you, it delights your heart. When we trust you. It causes you to move on our behalf. When we release our prayers of faith and we trust you to bring the right answer at the right time, it pleases you. And we thank you, Lord, that we know that faith pleases you. For without faith, it's impossible to please God. But we are not without faith because you've given us the measure of faith. You've given us everything we need to succeed. And so we tap into heaven's resources even now just to pray. We tap into your help just to pray because we do not know how to pray as we ought. So we're asking you this morning to help us pray. Help us pray without ceasing. Help us pray in a spirit of prayer. Help us pray with prophetic intelligence. Help us pray like we've never prayed before. God, we want to enter in to new dimensions of prayer because we want to see new dimensions of breakthrough, not just for our lives, not just for our families, not just for our friends, but for the nations, for the souls, for the people you've assigned us to pray for. Come on, I'm talking to the real intercessors today. Will the real intercessors please stand up? Will the real intercessors please stand up? Will the real intercessors please stand up? Come on, just as a prophetic act, wherever you are, unless you're driving in your car, will the real intercessors 
please stand up. For the Lord would say to you today, I've called you for such a time as this. And make no mistake, because I've not made a mistake in calling you to the earth in this hour by putting my spirit of prayer upon you. I know that I can trust you to stand in the gap. I know that I can trust you to make up the hedge. I don't have to wonder why there's no one to call upon because I know I can call upon you. I heard your heart's cry when you said yes to me, when you said yes to the call, when you said yes to the mission, when you said yes to my heart, I heard you. And I'm taking you up on your offer, says the Lord. Because I know that you meant what you said. I know when you cried out and said, use me, Lord. Here I am. Send me, Lord. Here I am. I know that you meant it. And I will make you able to fulfill your yes. I will give you an anointing to break through the bronze gates. I will make your teeth like sharp threshing instruments that will gnaw through the enemy's opposition. I will make you stand and withstand in the evil day. So keep praying, my intercessors. Keep making waging warfare, my intercessors. Keep standing in the gap I have assigned you to, my intercessors, and you will see eternal rewards that are greater than anything you might expect. For I value the intercession of the saints. I value the prayer of my warring people on the earth, says the Lord. Occupy till I come with prayer. Stand and withstand in prayer. Push back the darkness in prayer. Release your prayer for souls in the earth through my spirit, I will help you. I will make a way for you. I will raise up people to pray for you. I will do things for you when you stand for me in the earth and the realm of prayer, says the Lord. <clears throat> Jesus, will the real intercessors please stand up? Will the real intercessors please stand up? Will the real intercessors please stand up? I'm telling you, if you ever said yes to the Lord, you need to stand up now. If you ever said yes to the Lord, I'm going to pray. I'll answer the call. Now is the time. And let me just pray, teach you for the next 30 seconds. The enemy will fight you to pray. You think about your fighting him in prayer. He will fight you before you even get in your prayer closet. He will work to distract you. He will put weariness upon you. You will be tired, overwhelmed, irritated. Don't let him, as you begin to watch and pray, first watch for the assignment against your prayer time. Because prayer is what brings everything to the fore. Prayer is what makes prayer is what moves the hand of God. It's all about prayer. It's been about prayer. It's always going to be about prayer. Will the real intercessors please stand up? Father, help us today. Help us today to say yes to your heart. Help us today to say yes to the call to pray. Help us today because everybody's supposed to be making intercession. Everybody's supposed to be standing in the gap. Everybody's supposed to be praying for the lost. Everybody's supposed to be praying for leaders and those who are in authority. Everybody, 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 everybody. So would you help us, Lord, today to take our stand on the watchtower which you have assigned for us? Would you help us today, Lord, to do things your way, to decide that to decide 
that we will do this your way. There's so much interference on this broadcast. Every, all hell is breaking loose right now in this moment. But I want to tell you that I've tapped into a vein. And if you'll tap into it with me, there'll be great rewards. I got all kind of weird contraptions in my house going off, beeping, flashing. All of a sudden, everything's gone crazy. The enemy is trying to distract me from calling you to prayer. Even now, if you are a discerning person, you will discern it. If you're not, you probably already dropped off my broadcast and you're not hearing a word I'm saying anyway. I said, there's beeping things. There's flashing things. My coffee maker has gone absolutely wild and crazy because I'm calling you to prayer. And if you're afraid, if you're feeble, if you're weak need, then you probably don't want to hear that. There will always be resistance to prayer because the enemy hates it. The enemy hates when you release your voice. That's why my voice has been under attack since June the 5th. That's why I can barely speak many times. Why? Because it's an attack of the enemy and you have to resist it. So if you're faint hearted, you know, I don't know how you're going to make it through the end times. If you're feeble need, you need to get stronger. You need to get equipped. You need to get a backbone. You need to set your face like Flint. Come on now. I don't know who I'm talking to. Jesus. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. So, Father, would you help us today to press through our flesh into the most holy place, the secret place. Help us, Lord, today to press past our flesh, to press past the distractions, to press past the enemy attacks, to press past the frustration and pray without ceasing for what you've assigned us to. Would you help us, Lord, not to forget to pray with everything else going on? We love to complain. Would you help us to pray every single time that we are tempted to complain every single time that we are tempted to give our tongue to the enemy would you help us to shift it would you help us to flip the script and turn that complaint into a prayer request lord help me get through this bad traffic lord help me deal with my husband while walking in love with him help me deal with my children help me walk in love with them god give me the grace to walk through this difficult time in my workplace lord give me the finances I need to pay my bills. Would you help us, Lord, to listen to ourselves when we're ready to get angry, when we're ready to be frustrated, when we're ready to complain, when we're ready to talk about everything that's wrong and repeat the same old thing every day, all day. This is wrong. And they did this and they did that. Would you help us to flip the script on the enemy? Would you help us to stop being his puppets? Would you help us to stop agreeing with him with the words of our mouth and turn these complaints into prayer requests? Would you help us, Lord, to stop being so narrow-minded, focused only on our needs. It's all about us. It's all about us. It's all about our needs, what we need, when we need it, why we need it. Would you help us to put our mind on somebody else? Would you help us to be somebody else's intercessor? Would you help us to be one who stands in the gap even if there weren't a reward, even if nobody ever knows it, would you help us, Lord, to stop feeling compelled to tell everybody I'm praying for you? Would you help us, Lord, to stop trying to make a show out of it? Would you help us, Lord, to begin to press into the deeper realms of prayer where secrets are uncovered, where mysteries are revealed, where anointings are unlocked, where graces are received? Lord, we want to be for real. It's all about prayer. It's always been about prayer. It'll always be about prayer. 
Help us, Lord, make us into men and women of prayer. Make us into people of prayer who will pray without ceasing, who will get our mind off of ourselves and understand that no one who walked this earth, who did anything worthwhile, was uh, anything other than a person of prayer. Jesus, help us, Lord, to flip the script on the enemy. Help us, Lord. 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 Will the real intercessors please stand up? Come on. I'm looking for a hundred of you right now just to say yes. Come on. We've got about a thousand people listening to me. Can I get a tithe of intercessors? Can I get a hundred of you to say yes? Lord, make us a house of prayer. Let the fire on the altar never go out. Make us houses of prayer. Make us people of prayer. Make us stewards of prayer. Make us, Lord, those who will stand in the gap and pray without ceasing. Help us, Lord, to see for real that this is the way to break through. This is the way to increase. Everything comes from you. It all comes from you. Everything comes from your hand. All of it. And there are great eternal rewards for the intercessors. People don't see it. It's a thankless job. Who cares if anybody sees it? Are you doing, are we doing what we do to be seen of men, to get the accolades of men? Or to be known in hell and known in heaven? For eternity, reaping rewards for the souls that came into the kingdom because of our prayer. For the people that were healed, the marriages that were restored, recovered because of our prayer. God, we're going to be eternity minded today. Heavenly minded, keeping our mind on things above. And we're not doing it just for a reward. We're doing it because it's obedient to you. But my God, the rewards for the intercessors. Will the real intercessors please stand up jesus some of you literally need to go and start an awakening prayer hub or join an awakening prayer hub we're going to transition into our next segment of prayer here but i'm telling you i'm looking for you intercessors the real ones the real ones god qualifies you we equip you some of you need to get on over there bookmark it pull it up on your browser right now awakeningprayerhubs.com if you're in a third world nation We will sponsor your prayer hub for a limited time. We're offering some sponsorships. They will run out. They will run out. We can't sponsor the whole world. It costs a tremendous amount of resources to run this prayer movement. But many of you have the means. Join. Sponsor a hub. Do something. Be part of the solution. Awakeningprayerhubs.com. Let's transition into our next segment. Did you get that? I mean to tell you. Lights are flashing. My coffee maker's going nuts. Uh, I mean, I've never seen anything like it. Like everything in my house, just like, and there's no power surge. Don't, don't put it on a, don't get naturally minded about some of these things. The enemy did not want me to release that prophetic word over intercessors. And the enemy did not want me to call you forth to prayer. And you know what? If you're going to be scared of the enemy, you don't, you'll never pray. If you're scared of the retaliation, you won't be involved. But you don't have to be scared of anything. Our God is the lion of the tribe of Judah. Amen. You should be more scared not to pray, not to do what God called you to do. You know, we should be more afraid not to to follow the footsteps of the Lord than we are of having a little bit of retaliation. You get the breakthrough through prayer, guys. That's how you get the breakthrough. So if you don't pray, you won't have breakthrough. It's just the way that it works. 
Well, somebody could pray for you. You might get the breakthrough that way. But eventually God's going to have to, God's going to tell you, you need to be the one to pray. People don't get that. They don't understand it. They'll pray for me, pray for me, pray for me. I'm going to pray for you. But there are certain battles where you need to rise up and pray. How bad do you want it? You want to make all the excuses in the world. Oh, I'm too busy. You don't understand what I'm going through. I understand you're too busy. I understand what you're going through. That's why you need to pray. John Wesley, he would say, he was the founder of the Methodist movement. He would say, you know, I've got an especially extra busy day today. I'm going to pray an extra two hours. But it's a lost art. I'm too busy to pray. Well, (laughs) you're too busy to pray. You're too busy to be blessed. You're too busy to break through. You're too busy to be healed. You're too busy to increase in in your career. If you're too busy for prayer, you're too busy. And if we are too busy for prayer, we have our priorities way out of line. And we're going to sit there and the enemy is going to continue to steal, kill, and destroy until we get on our knees and cry out to God. Come on. It's all about prayer. Now, I know I'm preaching to the choir and I know all my faithful followers. You know, I got a thousand of you listening right now. I know you're all like, amen. But maybe somebody who needs to hear that today who doesn't know it will stumble on this broadcast when you share it. I know that you all believe the same as I do. I know you're prayer warriors. I know you are. Amen. But maybe somebody you shared this with that'll listen later will catch a hint. Because I want to see everybody break through, but it's all it's all about prayer. It's always been about prayer. You can have the best attitude in the world. If you don't pray, you're not going to have the best that you can have. I'm not saying God won't bless you. He blesses the unbelievers. The rain shines on the on the good and the bad. The the the, the rain drops rather, the sun shines on the just and the unjust. You're blessed. But you need to overcome some of these things in your life. All right, I'll move on to the next segment. Share this with somebody real quick. AwakeningPrayerHubs.com. Join the move. I want to see a hundred of you get involved today. Sponsor a hub, launch a hub, or join a hub. I want to see a hundred of you. Actually, I want to see a thousand of you get involved today. Get involved. If God's leading you to get involved. Amen. Let's trend, let's move into this next se- segment. I believe that we, we are preparing, getting ready to see a supernatural wealth transfer. I believe that if we are preparing our hearts and praying, we can tap into this next supernatural wealth transfer. Now, back in 2001, there was a wealth transfer. The dot-com bubble burst. Lots of people lost a lot of money. And during that time, uh, God increased me. I I was just learning of the things of the Lord. And God increased me while everybody else was losing. I increased some of the unrighteous wealth from all the stock market. Per, uh, people were betting on the stock market. I was a benefit of the, the, it was a supernatural. God took the wealth out of the wicked kingdom, out of Babylon, and transferred it to a lot of Christians. In 2008, the, the housing market crashed. God prospered me. He continued to prosper me. I was able to buy properties at next to nothing that are worth a lot now. And some people say, well, you know, you know, blah, 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 whatever. You follow the Lord's leadership. He'll show you the opportunities, right? Now we're in the midst of another shaking. We're in a, another shaking. We are in a, another shaking. I've just got to delete one of these inappropriate comments. It's unfortunate that we all can't stay on one accord, isn't it? Those of you who want to sit there and do those things, how are you going to, how are you going to receive anything from God when you're not on one accord? Snap out of it. Let's do this. 
We're seeing another shaking. And we're seeing stock markets shaking. We're seeing economy shaking. We're seeing food supply chains shaking. But this is not a time for us to be afraid. This is a time for us to understand that the Israelites didn't leave Egypt empty handed. We see the concept of supernatural wealth transfer in the Bible. And I believe those who have an ear to hear, I believe those who have eyes to see, I believe those who are preparing their hearts, seeking the will of the Lord, praying, I believe those who are sowing, I believe those who can see the opportunity before us to receive greater wealth so that we can see the gospel preached in every nation of the earth are going to be partakers of a supernatural wealth transfer. In other words, God has given us power. The scripture says God has given us power to create wealth, to establish his covenant in the earth. It's not just so you can have more Gucci, more Jaguars. It's not so you can just have a bigger bank account or a bigger house. God's not against you having nice things at all. God wants you to have nice things. But the intention of the supernatural wealth transfer is not just so you can have more. It's so that you can have more to give. Did you hear what I said? I said, it's not just so you can have more, it's so you can have more to give. Yes, God wants you to leave an inheritance for your children's children. That's all true, and you will. But God wants you to learn in this season how to be a good steward of finances, how to be a good steward of what you already have, how to pray properly, and to pray to be part of the supernatural wealth transfer. How did it happen? It doesn't mean an angel is just going to bring you a million-dollar check. It means that God will make you, as you pray, more sensitive to his spirit, he will order your steps to divine connections who can open doors for you. When I bought this condo down in North Miami Beach in 2000, it was 2000, 2000, it was 2009, 2010. It was right in the middle of everything was just a, a mess in the real estate market. And I bought it cash. I took everything I had and bought that for $60,000. Well, guess what? It's down on in Miami Beach. It's North Miami Beach. Very nice place. Guess what? How did I find that? It was through my my friend who was a personal trainer who trained uh, real estate investors and doctors and lawyers and all these highfalutin people. And he knew that I wanted to make an investment. And his friend came to me and said, here, I'll give this to you for 60000 That's what I paid for it. Those are the kind of opportunities God will bring to you if your heart toward money is right and if you pray and if you cultivate a sensitivity to it, to his heart. You have to understand it's not just going to fall on you like all of a sudden you're going to see a million dollars in your bank account. Oh, how that happened. Oh, it was a supernatural. No. So we need to begin to pray. And I'm going to teach on this at some point later. But I wanted to put a bug in your ear on this, because if you see things shaken, shaking, you don't need to be in fear. You know, even if you just lost your job, you don't need to be in fear. Are you hearing me? You don't need to be in fear. You know, if you're having trouble with your mortgage, you don't need to be in fear. You know, as a woman in our church and God gave me a word of knowledge that somebody there couldn't pay their rent. And this woman came forth and I asked people to just come up and sew into her uh, life on Sunday. And, you know, she ended up walking away with about a thousand dollars, which is not enough, but it's a lot when you don't have anything. Amen. That's a supernatural wealth transfer on a minor scale. Imagine if this was on a, a scale of millions. But here's the thing. It's about preaching the gospel, the nations of the earth. And if that's not your heart in it, if you're not willing to, to fund ministries, fund kingdom business, don't even bother asking God because you'll, you'll receive something more than you need and you'll, you'll spend it amiss and it, it won't work out well for you. 
So your heart has to be to see the work of God go forth in the earth. Yes, we want you to get debt free. Yes, we want you to leave an inheritance for your children's children. Yes, we want you to have nice things. But I mean, how much nicer things do we need when people are dying and going to hell? Every second, two people die. Most of them are going to hell. Can you, uh, you understand? So Father, in the name of Jesus, would you help us to prepare ourselves, prepare our hearts? Would you help us, Lord, to get our minds right? Would you help us, Lord? Would you deliver us from fear in Jesus' name? Would you eradicate fear from our hearts so that we don't continue to ask our bank account what we can give, where we can go, how much to sow? Would you help us, Lord, to stop allowing the news media to dictate uh, you know, how we spend our time, how we spend our money, what we meditate upon? Lord, rip the fear out of our soul in Jesus' name. And I ask you, Father, to begin to teach us what you want us to do individually, particularly to prepare ourselves for a supernatural wealth transfer or begin to put different ministries on our hearts. Help us to get involved in gospel campaigns that will see souls saved. We don't want to continue to sow into false prophets. Come on. We want to see the gospel go forth in the nations of the earth. We want to see people saved because that's what it's all about. Jesus came to seek and save those who were lost. That's what it's all about. 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 That's what's always been about souls. It's always been about prayer. It's always been about evangelism. It's always been about equipping the saints to do the work of the ministry, to do what they're called to do. It's always been about advancing the kingdom of the increase of his government. There shall be no end. So, Father, help us today to get on board with what you're doing in our generation. Help us, Lord, to see the Great Commission fulfilled in our lifetime so that we can see you crack the sky and come back for a glorious church without spot or wrinkle. Position our hearts, God, to receive a supernatural wealth transfer. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Did you get it? 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 It's always been about souls. Amen. It's not about getting souls saved after they get saved. Then it becomes about getting the souls equipped. And after they, they, they get equipped, it becomes about getting the, you know, the souls on board to pray for more souls to come into the kingdom. It's a cycle. <laughs> they get saved, they get equipped, and they pray for more souls. They disciple more nations. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. Speaking of which, all you intercessors, get on over there. If you're a real intercessor, I want to connect with you. I don't want to connect with the, uh, the the fake intercessors, the Jezebel intercessors. If you're a Jezebel intercessor, I don't want to connect with you unless you want to get delivered. But if you're a real intercessor, I need somebody to transcribe that prophetic word and send it to me. If you're a real intercessor, I want you to get on board with Awakening Prayer Hubs, awakeningprayerhubs.com. Join the movement. Launch a hub, join a hub, or go sponsor a hub. You know, I don't have time to pray. Well, first of all, you do have time to pray. That's a lie. But if you're in a season of your life where you can't commit to running a prayer hub or joining a prayer hub, if you're just praying on your way to work and that's the time you have to pray in the car, sponsor a prayer hub. Get involved in this mission. Awakeningprayerhubs.com. Join the movement. If you are in an emerging nation, a third world economy, listen, and if there's just no, you don't have the means to fund your own prayer hub. We're paying for the technology. Go ahead and apply for a sponsorship for a limited time. We have a number X number of sponsorships to give out. 
We don't have a thousand of them. If you're, if you're not a, by the way, South Africa is not a third world nation. Okay. Canada is not a third world nation, guys. Our heart with awakening prayer hubs is to see awakening and revival in the nations. We're in 45 nations right now. We're in Tajikistan, Saudi Arabia, United Arab Emirates. We're, we're through Europe, Asia, Canada, the United States, Latin America, Africa. Get involved at some level in prayer. And if you don't like our prayer movement, doesn't bear witness to you, go get involved in somebody else's prayer. Amen and amen. I heard this story about bumblebees, and they put these bumblebees in outer space because they wanted to see the effect of a, uh, you know, no gravity on bumblebees. And for the first few days, and these bumblebees were flying around in no gravity, and they it was so good, they were just kind of floating around. They didn't have to flap their wings. It was effortless. And it looked, you know, pretty interesting at first, but after three days, the bumblebees died. And the scientists determined that they, they needed resistance as part of their life. We all need resistance. We don't grow without resistance. How do you build muscle? You lift weights. There's resistance. Sometimes, you know, you're sore after you lift weights. Why? Because there's resistance. The resistance makes you stronger. If you lived a life without any resistance, you would not grow. You'd be a spoiled brat. Amen. You'd be a spoiled brat. If you got everything you wanted and it would never, you never had to work for it. And you never had to, to have any resistance and the enemy never meddled with you. You know, the Bible says that God left some of the enemies in the promised land so that the next generation of Israelites would learn how to fight. We're supposed to have resistance and somehow we feel like we're just above it. Well, how do I have to have such a hard time? And these years have been so difficult. Well, it's, it's okay to acknowledge the years have been difficult, but while we're acknowledging that a season or a trial or, or a time of our life has been difficult, why don't we also acknowledge that God was with us in it, strengthening us, pulling us through, giving us grace, giving us strategies, coming close to us. If we're going to complain all the time about the resistance, which we should not complain about, but if we're going to talk about it and glorify it, why not glorify the God who gives us the ability to stand and withstand against the resistance? We need the resistance. I don't like it either, but we need it. Amen. We need the resistance. What would an NBA championship mean to Steph Curry if the other team just laid there on the ground and let him just shoot every basket he wanted to shoot without trying to guard him? What would it mean? It wouldn't mean anything. It wouldn't mean anything. What would it mean if you, you know, if your kid was in a spelling bee and your kid was 18 years old and competing against, you know, five-year-olds and your 18-year-old one? It wouldn't mean anything because there was no resistance. There was no competition. This is what makes us stronger. And God is mighty. He's not going to leave you without help. So we have to be a people who understand. That the resistance makes us stronger. It doesn't mean that we like it or that it, it feels good, but we should at least acknowledge that God is working in it, that God will make us stronger. Yeah, whatever didn't kill you, make you stronger. It's true. So we need to get our minds off this self-pity victim mentality and, oh, it's so hard. It's okay to acknowledge it's hard, but then acknowledge that God is greater. Understand what's happening in it. Amen. That's my soapbox for today.
heard that story and I thought, that's that's a good story. Listen, guys, if you want to help this ministry, you can do that in one of three ways. You can sow, you can share this broadcast that's sowing it in somebody else's life so they can hear it. You can help us expand our reach, our territory by sharing this broadcast right now, whatever platform you're on. You can also join my prayer group, prayforjennifer.com. Prayforjennifer.com. Go and pray for me. You can see my voice is under attack. It's pretty much mostly when I pray for the most part since June the 5th. Or you can sow a seed or become a partner. You can do that at jenniferleclair.org slash donate. You can use Cash App. Cash App is dollar sign prophetic books. Cash App is dollar sign prophetic books. You can text the word pray to 754-701-2161. Text the word pray to 754-701-2161. You can use the PayPal, paypal.me slash Jennifer LeClaire. Paypal.me slash Jennifer LeClaire. You can use the Venmo. Venmo is at Jennifer LeClaire. Venmo is at Jennifer LeClaire. You can use the P.O. Box. P.O. Box 30563, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, 33303. P.O. Box 30563, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, 33303. And if you want to use Zelle, you can do that at info at jenniferleclair.org. I don't know that it works. I hope it works. Somebody ought to try it. Info at jenniferleclair.org. And so, Father, I thank you for today, what we've learned, what you've shown us, how you've grown us. And I thank you, Lord, for those who are sowing seeds into this ministry so that this donor-driven ministry can continue to forward the work that you've given us to do, to go after souls, to get people saved, delivered, healed, equipped, sent back out so the cycle can repeat itself. Thank you, Lord, that as they sow today, that you will multiply this back to them in whatever way they need it most. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. And Father, I ask you to help Awakening House of Prayer to find the new facility that you've planned for us. Order our steps to the right facility. Order our steps, Lord, to the uh, to the divine connections, the open doors, provide every resource we need to operate the ministry, the worship leaders, the intercessors, the volunteers, as we prepare for the expansion that you've promised. Lord, help us pre- prepare on our side as you prepare on your side. You've already got it all prepared. So help us, Lord, today as you as you prepare uh, to unlock that blessing in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. All right, guys, I'm going to jump off here. I love you guys. Remember, I'm looking for those intercessors. Awakeningprayerhubs.com. Join the movement. Somebody please transcribe that prophetic word and send it to me. God bless you. I'll see you on the other side. Have a breakthrough day.